There are shows in this world that we will never fully understand, understand, except Ghost Adventures. We have watched every episode to build our obsession, our fandom, watching alongside each other because no one we know really gives a damn, gives Gives a a damn. damn. Watching Zack and crew catch groundbreaking proof of the paranormal, inspiring us to explore our own interest in otherworldly phenomena. This is our podcast. We are Paranormal Quintas. I am just finding out that our intro song is real good for popping and locking. <laughs> What's up, everybody? It's me, Leah. And it's me, Bethany. And we're the Paranormal Boothers, and we are back. Hello! We are back, back, back for another GA review, baby. Hell yeah. Not just any GA review. We're talking season four, episode four, Waverly Hills Sanatorium. <laughs> Air date, October 8th. <laughs> 2010. Bethany with the facts. <laughs> so Waverly Hills is, uh, as Leah said, a sanatorium. <laughs> or it formerly was. Uh, it's located in southwestern Louisville, Jefferson County, Kentucky. Oh, yeah. It opened in 1910. <laughs> and it's a two-story hospital that uh, was built to accommodate patients of tuberculosis. Uh, around the time, it was said to have like 40 to 50 patients uh, in the early 1900s. Um, but then like, you know, the county was ravaged <laughs> with a major outbreak and they called it the white plague. Um, but yeah, so that, that's kind of what prompted the building of this hospital. Uh, but it closed in 1961. Um, you know, and I wasn't in it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's a, uh, it's kind of a pretty building, which is kind of fucked up of me to say, cause a lot of fucked up shit happened in yeah. there, but it reminds me of that, like Gothic architecture. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there were even gargoyles on yeah, it. Right? It's beautiful. Gargoyles. It yeah. has, um, like, I don't know if, uh, the first building that comes to my mind, I'm sorry if the fucking Longhorn fans, fuck you, but like, <laughs> uh, the OU school, OU, uh, yeah. it reminds me of the university of Oklahoma, uh, cause it has that Gothic, um, architecture with the red bright brick and, uh, the beige white like you know cement lining and, and i thought it was just really pretty and haunting yeah zach even describes it as a bat winged building because it yeah. just kind of like opens up and it's just uh it is really cool and even as we walk through uh waverly hills the setup of it was really cool like just open windows and everything just open like i don't know yeah, it is a nice building, even though a lot of fucked up shit happened there. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that's kind of the history. We really jump in pre-investigation with Tina, uh, Tina Mattingly, who at the time is the owner of Waverly Hills. Uh, and we just jump in and she's showing the guys around. I think one of the first big takeaways from Tina's tour is that she shows the crew the x-ray room, like where patients, she's kind of walking us through the process of being a patient. So we start in, hey, this is where you would get your x-ray done. And here are the dip tanks where we would, um, you know, dissolve, not dissolve, develop, develop, the, develop yeah. the, the images. Yeah. The x-ray, yeah. And then Zach's like, whoa, you know, this is where you would be. And this is where you would get the news of, you know, whether you're going to live or die <laughs> type stuff. So that's one of the first things we walk into when we walk into Waverly Hills. Yeah. And I, I do appreciate that they talk about, you know, tuberculosis because you would like to think that people are smart enough or aware enough to know what 
tuberculosis is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know, not everybody does. <laughs> that's fair. That's okay. And that's okay. No, I, 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 I agree. It's not something we really learn a lot in school anymore. I mean, maybe we did when I was, when I was a kid, but like, <laughs> back in my day. <laughs> but I don't know. Anyways, but if you don't know what it is, it's a it's a disease that infects your lungs mm-hmm. and uh, it can spread from person to person um, through the air. It's airborne. Oh, man. I like COVID, right? <laughs> uh, what kind of, I mean, it's released through the air via coughs and sneezes. I mean, it was considered the white plague. So, I mean, we COVID is also a plague. <laughs> I'm just saying, history might just be repeating itself. Yeah. Yes, it um, does. It always will. So, Waverly Hills might be popping up back in business here real soon. Uh, but, uh, like I said, we're hanging out with Tina. She's taking us through. I think one of the, the next places that we really kind of hang out in uh, for a while is around the fifth floor where the children's floor was. We really um, spend a lot of time talking about the sick children. Uh, that had to live in Waverly Hills. Uh, one nurse even stating um, that she can recall many mornings walking into the children's ward and all the kids would be like gathered around a bed because somebody like there was a child who had passed. So they're just looking at their dead friend, dead friend you know, like that's really that's really sad. Some morbid shit. That is some morbid shit, man. I couldn't imagine that childhood but um we get to hear all about it in the episode it really helps uh create a real uh creepy feeling yeah at i mean Hills. they're definitely creating a vibe here uh, yeah man it sounds fucking awful it does sound really awful <laughs> uh but because of this we have claims of hearing children playing uh being in the hallways and all that kind of stuff so um you know but also when we hear children we have to think demons yeah evil yeah, they say that the the kids are even willing to play. You yeah. know, like with they have like if you throw a ball out uh, into a room, it may come back. You know, or like little kids will play with it. Just pretty, pretty wild. Pretty wild. <laughs> so we have the claims of the children, uh, and then Zach takes. There's a moment where we're walking through, and like I mentioned earlier, Waverly Hills. They apparently the way they set people up in the hospital. It's like you would have hallways that didn't have open windows and that was called the terminal room. So if you weren't terminal, you got to face out and get like fresh air and and breathe in front of a window. Um, But if you were going to die, they faced you the other way. So they cut off all airflow, I guess. I don't know. It's just crazy. And Tina's telling us about that. And Zach is, you know, walking through the rooms and talking about, oh, how crazy it would have been to one day get to look out of a window and then, you know, get taken to the other side of the building knowing you're going to die. There's a picture of a patient on the wall. Like someone just taped on there. It was really weird. Like there were no other pictures of patients, but this one woman (laughs) sitting and uh, it was just, taped there with like painters tape Mm -hmm. (laughs) so i didn't know what was going on i was like was that just planted there for zach to then take it off of the wall and walk over to the window sit down and reenact this woman's image (laughs) so it was a really weird you know moment and i was really like i that that had to have been a prop because there were no other pictures like they had to have printed that but zach's reading it off the wall like 
it's been there for years. Yeah. <laughs> like it was, it was literally a piece of printer paper. <laughs> like he just it wasn't takes even it, framed. It wasn't framed or anything. Yeah, he just takes it up the wall. But um, supposedly it's where her room was. Yeah, where her room was. And I was like, that's just wild. So I just think that they printed that out really quick at the local library, <laughs> taped it up, and and used it as prop. Um, but that also happens pre investigation. Zach's just being all crazy. Uh, in the space yeah i mean you know building up uh the scene (laughs) oh yeah and that's where we find out about the death tunnels the death tunnel oh yeah that's such a cool like name that could be i love it that could be a show (laughs) follow us down the death tunnel (laughs) tunnel of death spooky (laughs) but um as you may have guessed it it's where they moved the dead bodies it was said that um like the head doctor he thought that it would be good for morale if patients did not see dead bodies around the hospital so they found a way to move them around um to get them to their coffins and get them out of the hospital without patients having to see dead bodies being moved throughout the facility so that's really kind of crazy um i think they said it stretched just uh just under 500 feet or five yeah and yeah yeah, and they just moved the bodies through this little tunnel so really kind of wild yeah yeah it is really weird but i mean it makes sense i mean you know whatever (laughs) (laughs) but i just like that it's called the uh death tunnel yeah death tunnel is pretty brutal but another brutal topic doppelgangers Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) doppelgangers come up in this one oh man uh mike flicker who is a uh he wasn't a guide or anything i think he was just somebody who Hung out at the at the yeah. Sanitorium. He was just like, like hanging out, talking about doppelgangers. Yeah, like, what the fuck. He also talked about creepers, which <laughs> little creatures that fall on the floor and crawl around. He said, "Yeah, you know." So the guy, I, I think he's just done tours, and he's telling us about all the things that have happened while he's been on tour at Waverly Hills. So uh, claims that his tour group saw him and it wasn't him, and then claims that they saw a creature crawling around. And we just call him the creeper. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. What else we got pre-investigation? Um, there was that story about the mom in the 1930s. Uh, I think she was a nurse, right? Who killed herself? Yes. They. Uh, she was said to have been expecting. You know, she was pregnant. She was diagnosed with tuberculosis. And then she committed suicide. But one of the people um, that they interviewed, Scott... Uh, says that uh, there was also a rumor that um, she had an abortion that went wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they said that they found the fetus in the um, the well system. Yeah. Yeah. That's horrible. Yeah. Um, so really sad stories. And again, just something else for Zach to add uh, to the location to draw at. Right. To ask, yeah. you know. Oh, yeah. That was uh, I wrote it down. It's room 502 mm-hmm. uh, where the nurse hung herself and they put an X cam there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think you mentioned Scott and Scott and David are guides at Waverly Hills and they share with us a story, their most significant story to pre-investigation. Um, and they talk about a moment where they're hanging out in the operating room and there's a lot of activity going on and Scott gets punched in the back. Um, and we get a picture of it and you can see like it's red on his back. So, and you, there's audio because they're recording it. Um, so a, a pretty cool moment. But the guys claim that there's all types of activity at Waverly Hills. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. 
I think that might be it bef- as pre-investigation goes. The last thing that I have noted is Zach does like this opening ceremony. And he says he always does this, but I can't like never on the show. Like maybe he does it, but I can't remember seeing him do anything like this pre-investigation in any other episode up until this point. And he's like basically telling the spirits like, you know, we're, we're coming in peace. We just want to, you know, um, get evidence from you. Like, let us know that you're here type stuff. Like he's basically letting the ghost know what's about to go down and like what the game plan is. I think the thing is, is he does do that. He does that for a lot of episodes. It's just that he's usually antagonizing. This is one of the first times we see him like, uh, we want to help you type yeah, thing. Usually yeah. it's like, we heard you hurt her and we're going to tell you to stop it. <laughs> <laughs> or like, we're here to make you stop. Or like, you know, that's usually what he, but he, he does sometimes do the whole, like talk to the spirit before the investigation. But okay. yeah, but, but no, I but guess like, that makes sense. Yeah, but no, but it makes sense as to why you would say that because it did feel different. Yeah. It did feel like for for like one of the first times he was like, "Ooh, sorry, you had tuberculosis. Yeah. Sorry, you died." Instead of being a dick about it. Yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. But that's all pre-investigation. I think you know what time it is. It's not tool time. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that show. <laughs> I just made Bethany so mad. <laughs> Bethany hates tour times. She hates Tim Allen. <laughs> no, don't I don't hate Tim Allen. I hate that show. Okay, just the show. It's just bad memories. It stars, it's bad it memories. stars Tim Allen. Don't. I need to breathe. <laughs> Anyways. I'm honorable Hans and Skimpy Scales. (laughs) We only got, again, a small, you know, season four, I'm just going to say, has really had mostly honorable episodes. Granted, we're just on episode, what, four? Four. We're just on episode four, but they have been great episodes so far. And same for Waverly Hills. We got like three or four Skimpies, so let's burn through those so we can get to the good stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think the first one that I may note of while they're hanging out in the operating room, and this is the same room that Scott said he got punched in the back. <laughs> Nick starts to feel pressure on his side, and he's like, ah, my side, my side. Um, but nothing really comes of it. We don't hear anything. There's nothing else. It's just a body indicator. And as we're, we believe it, we don't see it. We don't hear it. So Skimpy scare. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh one of my skimpies was again another EVP that I just don't fucking hear. Like so uh they captured an EVP. They say that it's saying I forgot to make him smile. I don't hear it. I don't hear it at all. Like yeah. It's just so messy. Uh and I wonder if it's like I don't know. Maybe they have that really cool, expensive technology that really helps them hear it. Because I don't fucking hear it. Yeah, I don't hear it. Uh, Another one that I had was, again, another EVP. I feel like it teetered on Skimpy in in Honorable, uh, but I put it under Skimpy because Zach says he feels something. Again, you know, kind of like Nick. You know, I feel something. Uh, He feels something touch his ankle and... I feel like that moment was kind of validated with an EVP because mm-hmm. it happened while he was he was being bothered. Yeah. Uh, and it said, keep dragging from the bad drugs we took. Yeah. Supposedly. I couldn't really hear it. Like there were I mean, you could tell that something was being said. Like I do. I did hear like something. 
But it, I just don't understand how they got all those words out. Yeah, because it really is just like. So again, something, <laughs> something but nothing. That's what happens when you call dominoes. Wasn't that a thing once in advertising? Something for nothing when you call dominoes. Do you not remember that? No, I don't remember that. It was like their but jingle. But I do remember, didn't you get free chicken from Popeye's? Because you were like, I love that chicken from Popeye's. <laughs> and they were like, here's your free chicken. <laughs> I'll let you know my trauma. I knew all the fast food jingles so I could get something for free. <laughs> but yes, I did happen at a Popeye's one time. <laughs> How old were you? Oh God, I don't you know. You were little. I was young. You were real yeah. little. And I was laying in the back seat and I just remember like rolling down the window being like, love that chicken for bye-bye. <laughs> and the lady started laughing and like gave us free shit. <laughs> That's, really That's really sweet. It was a good time. Any hoots. <laughs> uh, is this the last skimpy? Uh, you can do this one. Yeah, because I have one more. Um, okay. Yeah. So this skimpy here, we uh, or the guys claim that they hear another EVP and it says, nurse, come here, make my bed. He can't stop you. Like talking about Zach. But all we heard was. <laughs> so. Skippy. 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 And this one. Uh, I put a, like kind of honorable slash skimpy. Because again it's a shitty EVP. But I do hear something. Uh, it says. You got messed up heartbeat. <laughs> is what they say that it says i hear uh you got messed up <laughs> <laughs> no i mean i do hear like some of it i hear that you, you got, got messed, messed up. up yeah but i could not hear the heart heartbeat part yeah. so i was like again i mean kind of like i don't know teetering on the edge there yeah yeah like there's there's wind or like gaspy like after but again that's not heartbeats yeah <laughs> like i don't know so yeah um, they tried standing at the edge of tomorrow <laughs> today <laughs> for me the future looks bright for me <laughs> what is wrong with us anyways well now that the skimpies are out of the way and we're slowly losing our minds let's get into honorables heck yeah oh yeah I feel like you got all the honorable. No, the first one is yours. Okay, great. Oh, yeah, because this was pre-investigation mm -hmm. where the guys get an EVP. Give me a break. Give me a break. <laughs> that Kit Kat bar. <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> but again, it was, it was a grade A EVP, top notch. Loved it. Uh, I loved the unexplained whistle. EVP, yes. which uh, was the next EVP that they got. Um, me and Leah are terrified of unexplained whistles. It's mm -hmm. not something we're into. So no. it happening on the show was pretty great because it was like, mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. no, mm -mm. <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> we're dipping, yo. I hear a whistle. We're out. Like there's no, mm -hmm. you ain't asking me to mm -hmm. stay. We're not going to talk through this shit. Nope. That whistle means we ain't Bruh. fucking playing. Bruh, okay, okay. Sidetrack. <laughs> Sidetrack story right quick. One time, <laughs> me and Leah were hanging out with a group of friends outside, you know, just drinking, have some beers, having a good old time. We hear a fucking whistle. <laughs> me and Leah looked at each other and immediately bolted and went inside. Like, we didn't run or anything, but we briskly walked inside. <laughs> and everybody, like, slowly came back and they were like, y'all just, like, like took off. We were like, mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Because there's a fucking whistle and we don't know where it's coming from. And it was really late at night. It was, it was night. Like, it was like two, three in the morning or yeah. something. Like we was partying. We were doing, as dad says, we were doing what we shouldn't have been, been doing. doing. And we heard a fucking whistle. So we went inside. <laughs> it's true, man. Yeah, we didn't say anything. Because then people either think you're crazy or they make it a big deal. And it's like, yeah. nope, I heard what I needed to hear. Mm-hmm. And I know that I need to leave. <laughs> we just looked at each other. That was it. We looked at each other and we started going inside. <laughs> Either you're with me or you're against me. <laughs> but I'm out. Oh my god, I think I forgot about that. That's too funny. Yeah, I'll um, never forget. <laughs> but yeah, that just shows why that whistle EVP is in the honorables because we are traumatized. <laughs> um, but that leads to some really cool stuff because as we've mentioned before, we love new tech and we get some new tech. Um, and Aaron's telling us about it. And this is the first time that we use a REM pod. Ooh. And basically a REM pod just picks up on any energy that comes around it. Any, um, uh, But it doesn't pick up on the guy's energy. Like what's the specific... I can't think of the specifics, but I basically you get too close you to have it. Ghost energy. <laughs> it picks up ghost energy. <laughs> gotta be gold. Gotta- <laughs> but like when the guys are around it, it doesn't go off, right? So there's that. Um they use the REM pod, they put it down, and like as soon as they put it down, it's triggered. It starts going off, and the guys are like, Oh my god! And we have uh, a good time with the REM pod for a couple minutes. Yeah, for quite a while. Yeah, like, man. Zach asks if there's spirits in the room, and the red pot, REM pod pops off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, Zach asks, like, whatever entity is in there to step away from it, and it turns and off. And it turns right off. And they do that a few times uh-huh. to prove that it is an intelligent response. Ooh, it was so good. It's so good. Because, yeah, every time he asks them like twice and he's like, step away from the REM pod. And then it stops. And then it goes right back to the REM pod. It's very cool. Yeah. Very honorable. There's a moment uh, we get another EVP uh, and it says, remember me. Remember oh. who you are. You are my son. (laughs) (laughs) What is up with our brains today? We can't control it. Uh, Remember Simba. Um, (laughs) So, but it was legit. It was, it was pretty loud. It was pretty clear. I would consider it, if not class A, close to class A. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And the class A EVPs just keep rolling. Uh, Cause then we get one that says that would be evil. And it's while the REM pod is popping up. While the REM pod popping, popping, popping. So good. Popping, not stopping. <laughs> uh, as we move away from the REM pod, because there's even a moment where Zach goes, follow us if you want. And they walk <laughs> away from the REM pod and the REM pod stops like buzzing, right? And Zach's like, it's following us. And like they walk out of the room uh, and they make their way over to the morgue where Zach goes, it's my turn. And he hops on in, lays down in the little body tray room <laughs> and uh, goes through it. It instantly feels lethargic. Uh, and of course we get some great AEVPs like, gonna get Zach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my personal favorite though is you're not gonna make it <laughs> as zach is still laying uh in the morgue uh but when i was writing this one down and because again my stupid brain i heard you're not gonna make it <laughs> <laughs> no you're not gonna make it <laughs> <laughs> 
And I just, yeah, yeah, my stupid brain. That's good. That's good. Your brain's funny. <laughs> um, as the guys come back to the morgue, because Nick and Aaron leave him there, and Nick's doing this as payback because Zach left Nick in the morgue. Um, and I can't remember the specific episode, but Nick's like, <laughs> I think it was like season two or yeah. something. They were in an asylum, and yeah, they yeah. do the same thing. Um, and uh, so the guys come back, and as they're helping Zach get out of the morgue, uh, we capture an EVP that says, I'll keep him. Which made me want to think, which made me think of Casper. I'll keep you. No, no, it's, oh, can, can I keep you? you? Oh, <laughs> can I keep you? Iconic. So iconic. <laughs> I would ask the same question, Zaddy. Uh, <laughs> uh, later on, we get another great intelligent response. Zach is asking, do you know what year it is? He's like, tell me what year it is. What year is it? Whatever. And the EVP says 2010. Bitch. Bitch. <laughs> Ask me something a little more difficult. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the class A EVPs just keep going because then we get another one that gets uh, or that says, good luck tonight. Hey. Hey. Good luck tonight. Good luck. Break a leg. <laughs> help, you, help you get some good evidence. Help you have a good show. <laughs> shit's gonna go down <laughs> oh man oh man this was like one of my fucking favorites okay so aaron is asking did you die of tuberculosis <laughs> and it's like 403 a.m they're on the fourth floor and after he asks these ridiculous questions <laughs> they get a really fucking intense loud moaning that shit was creepy and it was awesome yeah. because you could hear it happening real time. Yeah. And then they did the playback, of course, but it's all like, Ugh. it was bad ass. <laughs> it was uh, someone dying of tuberculosis probably. It's Hell real yeah. shitty, but, uh, but yeah, it was terrifying. I love it. It was so terrifying that Aaron later says that he, he for sure peed like two little drops of <laughs> this, um, which leads us to get another EVP um of a kid saying so what like so what so what i shat myself so what <laughs> I had tuberculosis bro you pissed your pants so what so what <laughs> ah but it sounds like a little kid like the inflection and the tone of the voice it definitely sounds um like a young a young voice yeah um we also get some unexplained noises on the fourth floor fourth floor is just kind of popping off fourth floor is kind of like where it's at yeah but uh the unexplained noises were again really loud really good very clear so mm -hmm. very honorable <laughs> and i think the main honorable of the episode um comes down to some visual evidence that they captured on their static night vision camera and they got um a black figure just kind of manifesting through uh, the hallway, um, which they actually later uh, post investigation get analyzed by the American Paranormal Research Association. <laughs> so that's cool. Out and, in Philly. Out in Philly. Um, and those guys confirm, yeah, that's definitely an entity. But what's really cool about them reviewing that honorable haunt is that they say it's intelligent because the way it moves, it's responding to the camera. Like it knows the camera's there and there's actually two different entities in that image. So when Zach first sees it and shows it to us, it's like, Oh, there's a shadow figure walking. But after further investigation, it's a shadow figure walking and something behind it just kind of like floating around the hallway. So yeah, that show was pretty, pretty cool. cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. 
And I think that's it for honorables. That means it's time for Zach's Fashion Fall. <laughs> we are never gonna get over that no. and what's really great and i wish y'all could see it bethany's like sitting here waiting to make sure that part's a little bit louder <laughs> so it really comes through so we really emphasize the <laughs> oh zaddy i feel like and we mentioned it in the last episode when we were at um where the hell were the return of Bobby Mackey's mm-hmm. where he's really stepping up his looks because um, he's doing the same thing. He's keeping it consistent. We got a nice tight fitted long sleeve shirt. We could see the pecs. We could see the shoulders bulging hot. Love it. <laughs> we also have a big bell book. And I didn't know how to describe it, but it looks like a little chastity bell <laughs> on his bell. Like it's weird. It looks it's like a little shape. Yeah. It's the shape, you know, like uh, superhero underwear or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's really weird. Um, I don't quite understand it, um, but it's there. And um, and also, and it was Bethany that noticed in, in the investigation mm-hmm. where she was like, he's wearing a fire bracelet. He's got a fire bracelet. But he's just wearing a, a metal band, um, and it's detailed, looks like flame mm-hmm. going around his wrist. Um, and that's just so extra <laughs> it belongs in fashion faux Oz. i love it i feel like it's kind of like that late 90s early 2000s hot topic men's uh-huh. jewelry yeah like the big skull rings and yeah fire yeah. bracelets yeah. Like, i had a lot it of has to be like masculine <laughs> but spooky and alternative oh yeah i had some too we all did oh yeah all yeah. the alt kids had that <laughs> uh, uh my skull with the snake going through oh, it I remember that hell yeah man mm. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. the only other note i have in fashion photos is miss tina who we mentioned at the time is the owner of waverly hills um her hair is just popping she's got the bangs she's got the volume she is just got the biggest head of hair (laughs) like that i've ever seen in my life it's just so voluminous i love it tina crushed it um her hair like from the back she looks like a little hedgehog like it's just great um so kudos to tina and that hair (laughs) Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's that's it for fashion. So uh, we're moving right along to my favorite. Zany Zaddy says what? Holy shit! Holy Holy shit. I love this segment. Uh, (laughs) So the first one we got, it really like came out of the gate. It was Mm -hmm. like the first thing that Zaddy said. And we're like, oh, man, we're going to have a lot this episode because he came in hot. (laughs) He walks up, opens his arm wide, (laughs) greeting his viewers. If death has a home address, it's Waverly Hill Sanatorium. Oh, shit. I love it. What a way to open the show. What a way to welcome us. You know, we're ready for it. We're ready to walk through that gate. Let's go. (laughs) 
the next one we have, um, I don't know why this one just kind of stuck out to me, but he was talking about um, just, you know, the lives people led in this place. You know, they're dying of tuberculosis. Fucked people are dying. Little kids are dying. Uh, and he looks to the camera super serious and he's like, think about that. Don't just hear it. Think about it. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I actually really appreciate that because that yeah. is something that we as people, like, you know, you're hearing a story, you take it at face value. Right. It, it does take time to let that shit sink in. Like, if you do actually sit there and think about it, it's super depressing. And it's like, these are people's lives, real people that lived these lives that we're talking about. And I love that he takes that time to, to be acknowledge like, that. Think about think it. Think about it. But he's so dramatic. I love yeah. it. Don't just hear. <laughs> Thank you, fools. Think. It's good stuff. Uh, we mentioned to y'all the death tunnel earlier and how much we really enjoyed that. Well, we weren't the only ones because uh, Zaddy himself, as he was walking in, had to call himself out. Zach Bagans, you are now entering the death tunnel. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) He felt it. I felt it. We all felt it. Uh, So this one was fun. Um, This was actually, this should have been like the first one. Sorry. Uh, this is right when Tina's locking them in uh, Waverly Hills. Uh, they they get locked in. They get literally locked in. <laughs> so he talks about when you hear the click of the lock. He says, soon as you hear that click, there's no turning back now. <laughs> <laughs> and I love it. It's dramatic. It's beautiful. It's Zach. It's great. Hell yes. Um um and zach just kind of keeps going right he loves being on these investigations so of course uh we get something like uh we are locked down inside what is said to be one of the most haunted buildings in the world i love that one because he was so fucking like we are locked down so intense Uh, he is so intense um and he's also ridiculous so we mentioned how he was hanging out in the morgue um he's instantly feeling lethargic and he starts asking questions um one of them being um did you watch your body lay in the morgue while he's laying in the morgue (laughs) um zach god dang you I love it. <laughs> My favorite part, it was pretty much right after the quote Leah gave us. Uh, Aaron is, they're, they're going to get Zach back out of the morgue, right? Uh, and Aaron is like, do you smell that? It smells like chili in here. <laughs> and Zach is like so pissed that Aaron smells chili. He's like, it doesn't smell like chili. What's wrong with you? <laughs> and he's like, it's perfect and i it's a nick who's like it smells like death and then and then zach's like what's wrong with you we're in a fucking morgue and you smell wendy's chili calm down calm down 
<laughs> and the final two were two of my favorite quotes, and they were actually from Aaron. Oh yeah, these these were not these were not daddy. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Leah kind of said some of it earlier. When Aaron gets really freaked out, um, he's recounting talking about um, when he captured the spooky moan. So when he got that creepy disembodied like uh, on the fourth floor. Uh, he's telling the audience, like recapping it. Yeah. And he says, two drops of pee came out on that one for sure. <laughs> How specific. Yeah. yeah. Two just, drops. Just two drops. I was like, bro, don't lie. Don't lie. It's more than that. You're trying to make it sound not that bad. I know, right? <laughs> like I didn't full blown piss my pants, but there's two little droplets there's, there. There's, there's some pee there. There's, there's, some, pee there. there's a little don't bit look. of pee. <laughs> there's a little pee. Oh my goodness. And then the last one, again, me and Leah lost our minds on this one. It's fucking, fucking Aaron, man. He looks at the camera and he's like, dude, sounded like someone from tuberculosis. <laughs> someone from tuberculosis. tuberculosis. Like, I mean, I get, I understand what he's trying to, to say, say. Yeah. But tuberculosis is not a place, place. sir. Yeah, and yeah man. Great. It's hilarious. It's perfect. Fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> but, you know, I enjoyed it. He's freaking out. It is what it is. But, yeah, you can't be from tuberculosis. <laughs> Heads up. FYIs. Um, but, you guys, <laughs> real sad story. That's it for the history, the haunts, the fashions, the zaddies. <sighs> I guess it's time to rate this, baby. Heck, yeah, it is. Heck, yeah. So, Waverly Hill Sanatorium. What'd you give it? I'm gonna give it a four, just like the last one. Dang, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. Four, just it's, it's pretty solid. It's and, pretty and solid, it's, and it's similar to the last episode where we got a shit ton of pretty good EVPs. Yes, uh, this one was actually maybe even a little bit better because you got the uh, shadow figure. You know, and Aaron pissed himself. So, <laughs> <laughs> just two droplets, just two little drops, and it, and it was a little funnier than last the last episode. Um, but I'm still giving it a four. You know, because yeah. again, we want some skin. <laughs> we want give it a four skin. five, four five claws. Hell yeah, uh, baby! But yeah, yeah, four, 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 four for me. I agree, 110 percent, four all the way up, bruh. Well, bruh. well, I'm feeling heavy. Philosophy. I don't know. I guess that means it's time to cleanse this, baby. Let's do it. Hail to the guardians of the watchtowers of the north by the powers of Mother and Earth. Hear us. Take that big breath in and let that shit go. Most excellent. Feels good. It does feel most excellent. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready for the next one. <laughs> well, thanks everybody for joining us. Uh, you know, it's always a good time. And uh, don't forget to come back another uh, week for some more personal stories and spooky fun. shit. And All right. More spooky stuff. <laughs> That's what we're here to do. As always. I'm Bethany. And I'm Leah. And we're signing off with two besitos. From these potatoes.
Party, party.